Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah rabbil alamin wassalatu wassalamu ala sayidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in amma ba'd. Allazan dia brothers you all away the month of Ramadan is on our doorstep. And the month of Ramadan is a very beautiful month for a mu'min and the most pure clean month in which a slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prepares for the month of Ramadan before the month of Ramadan. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is tayyib. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is very pure. Allah accepts only those things that are pure also. So before the coming of the month of Ramadan, for us to prepare, very importantly, that is something which is clean, which is pure. And for us to enter the month of Ramadan in that condition spiritually also. One is physically, outwardly, our hygiene, alhamdulillah, we are very conscious about it. But the thing that counts by Allah tabarak wa ta'ala is the inner purity, inner cleanliness. To get the full benefit of the month of Ramadan, a person should see within his own heart as we pass the night of Shabay Barat, the 15th of Sha'aban, that person has any malice in his heart, any enmity in his heart, then his du'as are not accepted. We still have another 13-14 days or less before the month of Ramadan for us to now clean the heart out. One is the spiritual heart that we have to clean that out and all those things that are connected to the heart. We see the month of Ramadan, Shah Ramadan al-Ladhi unzila fihi al-Qur'an. The feature of the month of Ramadan, the highlight of the month of Ramadan, one is the fasting during the day that nobody can see. And the feature of the night and the entire day is tilawat al-Qur'an, Qur'an Sharif. The day, the night, the afternoon, the evenings, this was a month in which the Qur'an Sharif was revealed. And Allah says the Qur'an Sharif is Shah Ramadan al-Ladhi unzila fihi al-Qur'an hudal lil-nas. Qur'an is hidayat for mankind, guidance. For us to enjoy this guidance of Qur'an Sharif is very important. Before the month of Ramadan, we see our connection with the Qur'an Sharif. And through this connection through Qur'an Sharif, the heart will become clean. Because the Qur'an has the rights upon us. And the first right, the first haqq of Qur'an upon us is iman bil Qur'an. That we have firm iman in Qur'an Sharif. When you say iman in Qur'an, ulama explain to believe in every letter, every harf, every dot of Qur'an Sharif. This is a haqq from my creator. No doubt in it. Absolute it is. There's no zan, there's no, what you will say, doubt. And Quran announces in Surah Baqarah, initial verses, Alifam Mim Kitab, La Ribafi. There's no doubt in it. There's one incident mentioned about one professor. And he was a lecturer in different universities. Wasn't a Muslim. And whenever he used to be hosted by anyone that used to host him, then he would tell them that it's not possibly for me to fall asleep until I read something. And he was an avid reader. Read nearly every book you can see in the market. Finally he was hosted by someone. So that person thought to himself to host this professor, I have to bring the library into the bedroom. So rather I put the bed in the library. That night after the lecture, he goes to the person's house, he hosts him. This professor being a non-Muslim, well-educated in dunya. But the treasure of iman in the heart was not there. So that night he, he found the bed to be in the library. So he goes to the library and he browses through the, the shelves in the library, which kitab or which book to read. And as he's browsing through, he notices or he sees, I've read this one, I've read this one, I've read this one. 
Then he comes to a book entitled The Final Testament. The Final Testament. I haven't seen this one before. So he picks out that kitab, that Quran Sharif. He lies down in bed, he opens the initial chapters of Quran Sharif, the translation, and he begins to read. He begins to read and he comes, finishes Surah Al-Fatiha, Surah Al-Baqarah, Al-Iflam Mim, Thalik Al-Kitab La Ribafi. There's such a kitab, there's no doubt in it. Such a book, there's no doubt. He gets a shock of his life. Who can make a claim like this? Which author of any book can make a claim that there's no doubt in my book? You know, any worldly book, any kitab a person writes also, just to back it up, to give it some, to give it some virtue. Then he'll have an introduction, he'll have a preface, or he'll have somebody writing something in the forward of the book. That the writer is known, his writings are known also, and is credible. So when he reads this statement of Quran Sharif, there's no doubt in it. So now he's turning to the forward. Who wrote now the forward to this book? To back up the author. To commend the author. That the author is making a claim, there's no doubt in this book. Doesn't realize who the author is. There's no author to this kitab. This is wahi min Allah. This is a revelation from Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. So he's browsing through. The, he sees there's no, there's no introduction, there's no preface, there's no forward. Who wrote this book? But he continues reading. الَّذِينَ يُؤْمِنُونَ بِالْغَيْبُ وَيُقِيمُونَ الصَّلَاةِ وَيُتُونَ He carries on, carries on. أُولَٰئِكَ عَلَىٰ هُدًا مِّنْ رَبِّهِمْ This is, he died for those who want Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. They will be the successful ones. He gets stuck to the Qur'an Sharif. They say by already morning, Iman enters the heart. Becomes a Muslim. Iman bil Qur'an, Iman enters into his heart. This Allah Ta'ala wants before the month of Ramadan especially that we have Iman bil Qur'an, there's no doubt in it. So when the month of Ramadan comes, that now my ta'alluq and my connection to Qur'an is cemented solid. I can't leave my Qur'an Sharif. Not only for Ramadan, the entire year. Now we say have Iman in Qur'an in every letter, every dot, every ayat of Qur'an. And ayat means a landmark. It means a landmark. Every ayat, ayat means the literal meaning is a sign. And every ayat of Quran Sharif is a sign towards the qudrat, the power, the oneness, tawheed of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. Every ayat is take me towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when we say bring iman in Quran, every letter, every dot, every ayat, every command of Allah, every injunction of Allah, this is haqq, there is no doubt whatsoever. When I'm reading Quran, I hear from ulama ikram that this is halal, this is haram, I believe, I believe, I believe. No matter what the dunya may say. They might give us insurance, they might give us investments. And they say, sharia compliant. But it's just now something haram, riba, interest in a different form. And I fall for it, I take it. Then I see I don't have the strength in my heart to open Quran anymore. Because now there's takraw, now there's contradiction. Now I'm fighting against the verse of Quran Sharif. So we say, bring iman in Quran, check my dealings now before the month of Ramadan, so that when I enter the month of Ramadan, absolutely clean. I've got no gray areas in my life. Then I'll enjoy the taraweeh. Then I'll enjoy the Quran tilawat. Then it'll be easy for me to open Quran and sit in the masjid. 
Otherwise there's one rope or string that's attached somewhere which is now against Qur'an Sharif pulling me away out of the house of Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala. I believe, يَمْحَقُ riba wa يُرْبِ sadaqat. Allah destroys usually interest. Allah increases sadaqat. Any investment I have anywhere to check is a gray area, I'm not sure. Pull it out, I don't need it. I need Qur'an Sharif. This is hidayat. One one ayat, when it comes to hijab and parda, which has become so difficult in our societies and community, intermingling has become the order of the day right now. Whether our functions, our occasions, the day of Eid, the month of Ramadan, we find that the person will say, this is my cousin, sister, or cousin, brother. But we know the real masla. We know the masla. There is no making salam, there is no hugging, there is no kissing. But, Quran says, these people are haram. Yes, it's haq, it's true, I believe in it. One is a person now does the incorrect thing, but he believes in the heart, this is incorrect. At least he's still safe. He knows it's haram. And he makes toba. But one is a person doesn't even believe it, he doesn't want to know about it, and he's doing it. He's in danger. His iman is in danger. But Quran says, there's no doubt, you're having doubt, you're having doubt amalan. Your actions is showing that you have doubt in the injunctions of Quran Sharif, in the injunctions of Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala. Your iman is at stake right now. Openly perpetrating something haram, you don't fear the admonition of Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala, you will not make tawbah. Because you don't regard this to be a grave sin. So one one injunction of Quran Sharif, a person should check in his life now. Whether it comes to intermingling, hijab, my own daughter, my own wife, I haven't spoke to them in the home in regards to covering themselves. I don't mind it. We go out, and we don't mind now uncovering ourselves. So one one injunction of Quran Sharif, for me to believe in it completely, that this is haq, this is the command of Allah Jalla Jalaluhu. إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَأْمُرُ بِالْعَدْلِ وَالْإِحْسَانِ Allah commands with justice. If I was ever unjust or unjust to anyone, now to make sure I cover that up. Before the month of Ramadan. For one cent also, for a hundred rand also, I feel in my heart, and at least have that fear. If I can't find the person, something happened in my life, a person feels it. At least that person who I did down or I hurt, ulama say minimum at least read with that person three times Suratul Ikhlas. If I hurt him, or I did him down, I can't find the family. The least we can do is read Quran Sharif, three times Suratul Ikhlas, and send to that person's heart, he may be alive still. We can make a salah sawab for the living also. Here ulama explained, we made, we made ghibat of someone, we backbited of someone, which is haram. We backbited. We ate the flesh of a Muslim brother. They say, don't go and tell him now, brother, please make maaf. I was backbiting about you. Don't go and tell him that. Now you hurt his feelings too. He didn't know about it, now you tell him, please make maaf. Now you don't know what you said about me. Say, I can't tell you, but please make maaf. Say, that's, that's the wrong thing to do. If you did so, then quietly make, to, make, make toba, make dua for him. Every surah ikhlas three times and send the reward to his heart. You will not know, but the ruh will receive it, become happy. Qiyamah's day, he won't have a case against you, inshallah. So Quran says, be just, make ihsan, be kind to one another. Don't live on the rights, on the kitab al-huquq, don't live your life according to just the rights of people. 
But live your life according to ihsan and kindness. Go the extra mile. Like Sahaba Ikram, they went right out. Ithar, they gave everything even though they were in need. So to be just, love ihsan. And see, we look in the lives of Salaf al-Salihin. At one time when, mashallah, Islam was found in Spain. At what level Islam was at that time? They say at one night, there was a knock on the door of a certain Qazi, a judge. After midnight, there was a hustle outside. Some altercation had taken place. So here's the bang on the door. And in Sharia, there's something called Aman, asylum. So when somebody asks you in Islamic country, the brother, I want you to give me asylum protection, Aman. And the Muslim brother tells you, I give you Aman. It is binding. No one can touch the person after that. We find this in the life of Nabi Ali Salatu Salam, Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anhu, when they came back to Makkatul Makarrama, who was there to give us aman? But they were those mushrikeen of Makkah, who they had ties with, that would give them aman, he would make announcement in the haram of Makkah, Makarrama, I have given so and so aman and protection, nobody can touch him. They would respect it. So this old person opens the door, there's a youngster there, aman. Give me asylum, they want to hurt me. He calls him into the house quickly, locks the door. Shows him a room to sleep. Doesn't ask him anything. You want an aman, I give it to you. Nobody can touch you. He puts him to sleep. Hosts him for the night. But during the night, the owner of the house, the old man comes to know that there was an altercation last night, a few streets away. And this youngster who's sleeping in my house right now, had in reality, in actual fact, had murdered, murdered his son last night. There was a fight, he murdered his own son. The owner of the house. The murderer of my son is in my home right now. But because he asked aman and safety petition in the name of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala, I can't break it, Allah commands justice. We can imagine what he had over his heart, the command of Allah. Quran is haq, Quran is, Quran is absolute, there's no doubt. Allah says, give it, give the aman, you can't break it in the name of Allah. He hosted him the night, gave him breakfast also. And then he told him before he left, I know who you are, I know what you did. But because you asked me in the name of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala, therefore I cannot break that pact of asylum and aman. Once you leave the door of my house, then I am at liberty to take from you what I have to. But look at the level of iman in Quran Sharif. Allah says, make ihsan, be kind to one another. What Allah will give on that, we can imagine we bring the whole Qur'an Sharif into our lives, my dear brothers, what Allah will give us, what honor in this world Allah will give. Just to conclude, when it comes to ihsan, to be kind also, there's an incident mentioned of a youngster who was very wealthy. Beautiful girl came to him. said, I'm in dire straits right now, will you help me? He said, yes, I will help you, but on condition. What's the condition? You give me an upper hand over yourself. Let me take advantage of you, then I will help you. One statement she made, death, death is better to me than disobedience to my Creator. Cannot break the command of Allah. Allah says, zina is haram, zina is haram. You make ihsan, you be kind to me. And she walks away. But the boy was cold in his heart, absolutely cold because the sins in his life had no effect in him. No command of Allah had effect in him. The iman bil Quran became weak in his heart. When things really got bad in her life, then she came back to him. Please will you help me now? There's no food on the table for days. He says, yes, by all means I will help you. But you know the condition. She says, death is better to me 
They're breaking the command of my creator. And she was trembling. They say like how a tree blows on a windy day, how the leaves are, are shaking on the tree with hunger, with thirst, with weakness. She left in that condition and this caught his heart. He caught his heart. And he began to melt within his heart. How can I become so cold? There's no ihsan, no kindness left in me. So he went and bought some food and some clothing and he delivers to the house, he leaves it outside, he shouts out to her, I have left some food for you. And forget about the past, this is my ihsan and kindness from the side of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. He returns home. Allah gave the command. He returns home. His mother knew his bad habits. She says, oh my son, oh my beta, I know you have a book in your room that every night you record what evil deed you did for the day. You never do any good in your life. But this is one Quran ayat that Allah commands you to be kind, to make ihsan. She says, today my son, you go into your room and that black book you have, so to say, with all your exploits and all your endeavors. And every day that you're plotting and scheming what you're going to do for the day and you record it. Now you go record this good deed for a change in the book of yours. Subhanallah, he goes to his room. For today he did something of kindness. He opens the book and the book is blank. Allah removes everything, all his sins of the past. He flips through the book, there's no record. Allah, Allah destroyed everything. Wa'fu anna. Oh Allah, remove the effects of my sins also. The effects are gone. And he finds only one ayat there. إِنَّ الْحَسَنَاتِ يُذْهِبْنَ السَّيِّعَاتِ Allah inscribes in the book of His the verily good deeds wipe out evil deeds. One good deed, Iman bil Qur'an, Allah remove all the evil deeds, Allah said that your one good deed wiped out all your evil deeds. So to come back my dear brothers, before the month of Ramadan, Iman bil Qur'an. Whatever the injunctions of Qur'an are, we know them. And see how we can undo what we have done throughout our life. Our zakat to pay, we haven't paid it as yet. And if we have calculated incorrectly, there's also one problem we're having every year. The people feel they have to pay zakat in the month of Ramadan, which is not correct. If my zakat year has not started in Ramadan, then I cannot pay my zakat in Ramadan. When I became baligh and I had nisab by me, that year, that Islamic month, that I became baligh and I got the nisab, that is my month every year to pay. Or after I became baligh, whichever month of that year that I got nisab, I started working, that is my month for zakat, not only Ramadan. If I'm not doing it correctly, go to ulama ikram and, and ask them, that is this the correct method that I'm doing? Or am I short paying my zakat every year? May Allah give us the to make amal, inshaAllah.